This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. From the morn till night, Kuomo said, bitch, stay inside until July. But Andrew, please, we feel the warmth of the sun. The girls just want to have brunch. Oh, the girls just want to have. That's all we really want. Some brunch. When the corona is done, the girls and gays want to have brunch. Oh, the girls just want to have brunch. Amen. We do. We miss it. Those were the days. Yeah. We didn't know how good we had it back then. We used to make fun of brunch. Wow. We were spoiled. Yes. Look who got the last fucking laugh, though. The Lord. Welcome back to the podcast. Yes. (laughs) I am Kim Cole. And I am Chloe Bailey. And this is The Read. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for welcoming yourselves back Mm -hmm. for another week of our nonsense. And we're going to keep it real regular this week. Um, The huge, starting with Black Excellence. This week, it's going to some fancy cooking mofos in the Detroit area. Um, Chef Maxell Hardy of Coop Caribbean Fusion, according to the griot.com, linked up with Horatio Williams Foundation to feed families living in shelters all around Detroit. And not only did he uh, lend his cooking culinary talents to this cause, but also linked up with other restaurants and chefs around the city, including places like uh, The Block Detroit, Cuzzo's, Chicken and Waffles, Bangkok 96, and literally so many others. So shout out to Black folks in Detroit, mm-hmm. helping other people out, Amen. using your talents and your gifts to do great things for people in this bullshit time we're living in. So shout out to y'all. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. 
If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Keep It is brought to you by Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. If you're really good at it, that is. I've actually met several really good friends through Hinge. I've used it, I can't believe this, over a decade now. Woof, what a life I've had. Well, you know what they've added within a decade of us being on Hinge is their new LGBTQIA plus prompts, which are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Hinge prompts helps you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with Glad. So they are by the people, for the people. Some of the prompts are, the first time I knew I was gay was, mm, I was literally in the act of being gay, like hooking up with somebody when I admitted it. (laughs) Denial is strong and hard in the Catholic Midwest. Mine was Tom Cruise's Vanity Fair cover. The shirtless one. You just turned to an imaginary camera and said, I'm gay. Yeah, or broke the fourth wall. (laughs) You're like Fleabag. Other prompts include, I feel proudest of who I am when... It feels affirming when others, blank, I connect to my community by, I wish I could tell the younger version of myself. I'm going to say, whenever I watch that in a drag race semifinal, when they're like, if I could talk to my younger self, I would say, I would be like, girl, get tighter clothes. I mean, what's going on with what you're wearing? You look like you're in the X Games. Other prompts include, my chosen family is the best at, and gender euphoria looks like. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. Um, with that said, we can move on into our pop culture segment. Mm-hmm. It is called Scary Tops to Bottom in the Dark. <laughs> and this week... <laughs> Scariest of all. <laughs> we are coming fresh off of another versus battle. This last one that just took place on the weekend was Nelly versus Ludacris. Oh, we spoke right, about right, this. Right, yes. That did happen. Yes, Von Dutch Fest did happen. <laughs> and I didn't tune in. I mean, I clicked on when it like 
had just just started because I just happened to have been on my phone when it began. And I was like, okay, let me go and check in. But it was too early. They hadn't even connected yet. They were still trying to figure out how to work. It's so crazy. Like, this is like the seventh one. Like, I don't know how many of these niggas have done and motherfuckers still don't know how to, like, pin a comment or (laughs) share. It's, I mean, that's no shade. I don't know how to do that shit either, but I don't want to. So there's... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it looked like Ludacris and his team tried. Like, it looked Mm. like they went through the effort of, like, making sure the sound was ready and Wi-Fi was stable and all that. Once Nelly got there, like, I can't handle it if the connection is so bad that it makes me wish I wasn't here. So I didn't stick around for too long because Nelly kept having, like, AV issues and all this, but... Yeah, they said he was reporting live from Metro PCS. I asked yeah, him. Yeah, see, I knew <laughs> niggas was not going to be kind. <laughs> um, right. I was like, hey, y'all. Um, so, how was Iniche Palooza? And they were like, uh, no, I asked who won. <laughs> and they told me that Luda won by a landslide, Damn. including some. Uh, R. Kelly apologist ass or R. Kelly sympathizing comments he made. Something I guess he said about R. Kelly. He loves R. Kelly, but he wouldn't have him around his kids or something. I don't know. Whatever comment that could have not been said. Uh, why did um, that need to be said? What, what I don't know. The Again, point I of that, niggas. There. I'm guessing it was something that R. Kelly wrote, produced, or featured on that was played. I don't know. Um, but he was there with his fro and his right, tri- right triangle shaped uh, sideburns. And <laughs> Um, it just sounds like everyone had a decent time. So congratulations. Yeah. They're currently trying to figure out who is going to be the next one. You know, Swiss Beats and Timbaland are like the, I guess the dean of Instagram versus mm-hmm. deans. I don't even know what you would, whatever. <laughs> but they're like facilitating these battles and apparently are looking around. I've seen, uh, what have I seen thrown out lately? Usher versus Chris Brown or Usher versus uh, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> both of those are they're, they're both wrong, but okay. Um he actually got on with Usher to talk about some other shit. And the Barbs are currently upset with Mr. Raymond because Swiss Beats threw out the idea of uh Nicki Minaj versus Little Kim. And oh, Usher responded that Nikki is a product of Kim. So, you know, oh, like Jesus. that, I guess, wouldn't really work. <laughs> and you know, the barbs weren't having that. Right. Why did he say that? Beats the fuck out of me, oh, sis. nigga. You asked um, for it. <laughs> I mean, who gives shit? Like, you're talking about, like, a bunch of 15-year-olds from Paraguay. Don't mind. Like, what are you going to... Actually, you're mad. It's fine. He didn't say anything untrue. Um, yeah, but them 15-year-olds are relentless, so. But I don't, that's not the reason I don't want to see it. I mean, I guess it's part of it. You know, like, they're not peers. Kim and Nikki aren't really peers. Yeah, I don't think not so Not in my either. eyes. Um, obviously, Kim is a part of a generation that literally like crawled so that they could sprint Mm -hmm. and 
I get that. And uh, obviously the beef and the comparisons that they've dealt with throughout however long Nikki has been out would make um, a hell of an entertainment fest for Stan social media. But most of the time, these are A, people who have been out longer and B, people who have like been out sort of alongside one another. Yes, exactly. And also hopefully have some sense of respect for one another's <laughs> catalog. It's important. That's when it's fun. First of all, Nikki and Lil Kim would never even agree to it. I doubt either one of them would want to do it. And it just wouldn't make any fucking sense. I don't think that Nikki has anybody to do a versus thing with most of her career. She was kind of uncontested. If she's going to do it, she would have to do it against a guy, I think. And I don't even know who that guy would be. Or we could also just not do anymore. Right. <laughs> there is always that. I think the biggest point is what you made about like them being out at the same time. That's what most of these verses seem to be like. Artists who had not only similar like levels of success, but also, you know, not totally different eras from one another. Lil' Kim's era of female rap is very different from Nicki Minaj's. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think it would work for that reason alone, but also because the Barb's would literally never let anybody give Kim a point ever for any reason. And the fighting would just be like, well, not I mean, it's not as it. if it's not as if Kim doesn't have stands on her own and people who are, it's just not, it just, I don't see the point of it besides, you know, riling up a bunch of teenagers and having weeks worth of memes and fuckery. Yeah. And like, I just, I don't see the point of it, but either way, they mad at at Usher for speaking his mind. And I don't necessarily disagree with him. Maybe it could have been worded differently if he really wanted to keep the, you know, the children off of his spine. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, not untrue. <laughs> like right. that's, If anybody's going to go up against each other, if Kim's going to go against anybody, I guess it would be Foxy. But that, again, they hate one another. Oh, um, Don't know that there's a respect there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm, I don't we know. We can be done. Yeah, I mean, I think the verses is actually like a really cute idea. I love that people are having fun with it, but everybody don't need to do one. It don't yeah. have to be like everybody you ever liked when you were a teenager doing one of these yeah. battles with each other. But, you know, we'll see what they come up with, I guess. Eventually a horse will die. And so to beat it at oh, that point okay. is just <laughs> All right, yeah. heartless. There is that. Um, yes. Megan Good has come forward with comments uh, about her skin tone after... Someone in her Instagram comments uh, made a remark about her looking better with darker skin. So she's been rumored to have gotten her skin bleached because she looks a bit lighter than usual. Um, someone on Instagram said, Megan looked better at dark skin. She's not so pretty anymore. She looks average. But her dark skin was above average. Why did she bleach? Megan responded to this person and said, I didn't, Queen. A unbeknownst to me, unlicensed esthetician. Is that how you say that? Uh-huh. 
gave me a product to correct a sun damage mark on my forehead that messed up my skin. By the grace of God only, I am about 80% through recovery and regaining my color daily. To be honest, it was beyond painful and trauma and it was a beyond painful and traumatic experience because I would never wish that on anybody. I'd really appreciate if you wouldn't continue to spread assumptions and rumors. God bless you. Mm. Blessed with three S's. So <laughs> extra blessed. There you go. I mean, she does look I guess a taste lighter, but also I don't. I feel like the last time I saw Megan Good was in the end of that movie Shazam that came out. I feel like last year, and I had no idea she was in it, and she was in it for all of like ten to fifteen minutes, and she just looked like Megan Good there. And on her Instagram now, she just looked like Megan Good to me. So I don't really know how yeah. the bleaching works like it, she does look a taste lighter maybe but she don't look like some other people who've gotten their skin bleached that be coming out looking like slender man because <laughs> that is like when it's giving what's going and i know that some people do have situations where they have like they're trying to like work on their pigmentation or correct like you know color damage or sun damage and things happen or whatever but a lot of the girls aren't buying what Miss Megan is selling in terms of her skin color. Personally, I'm just like, sweetie, love the skin that you're in. And if you want your skin to be a bit more on the the Lisa Bonet side of things. No, ma'am. <laughs> no. I would ask why and um, then allow you to live your motherfucking business. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm on her Instagram now and I don't really see where she looks visibly like lighter or darker than any other time I've ever seen her. She's always just been like, I don't know, this same general, not super light, but also vague. I mean, obviously not dark either. So, right. yeah, I guess I don't see whatever the big ass deal is. Like I would not have been able to notice that something had happened to her in the first place. And like, why would she make up this story about having had sun damage and then having to like, do something that didn't work and now she's trying to get her because and then say you're about 80 percent through recovery and regaining your color daily which implies that like you're working on right getting back to whatever your color is like why make that shit up if you knew that you just wanted to have light skin and you bleached it for that reason but right i don't know i mean yeah, I mean, I obviously don't know either. I would love to hear more about how this unlicensed esthetician ended up giving her a product. Like, I don't right. really see how that happened. And what but, was the product? Yeah, I think if you really wanted to be lighter, you wouldn't never tell nobody this story. So whatever exactly. it was, I'm sure it had that. Um, uh, what's always in all them products, whatever that skin safe bleach is. It probably had that shit in it. I don't know what the, I don't know. I don't know uh, what you're talking about at all. Oh my God. It's, it's yes. I didn't know there was a thing. Well, I mean, I wouldn't, when I say skin safe, I mean like not Clorox. It's, yeah, that makes it's, sense. it's formulated for skincare products, but I don't remember what that stuff is called. Hydro, hydroquinone, something like that. I don't know. At the end of the day, we are just very triggered by this kind of stuff yeah. because <laughs> we just have the longest fucking history with dark skinned people being treated like not even trash, not even mud. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just being to this day, even by our own people, spoken about and treated like 
we're ugly or we're cute for a dark skinned person because you know they usually ain't and all that other stuff so i get like the disappointment and frustration and people when they assume things and stuff like that but at the same time like nah i don't know if megan good is a liar or not but i know this is a thing that happens for people sometimes so it's kind of like what do you do right you know it is what it is (laughs) If she's not your daughter or sister or cousin and you can't actually pick up the phone and be like, bitch, I know you ain't out here bleaching. Then, I mean, <laughs> right. I guess you could just have, get to just have your opinion. Whatever. Um, Am I almost done? Ooh, we. I mean, there's not a lot of <laughs> things going on when, you know, everything oh, well. is shut the fuck down. So I wouldn't be shocked. So a sex tape featuring an alleged Kevin Gates um leaked online uh, a few days ago and has had people who are interested in it bugging um apparently kevin gates has talked big game about how um athletic agile and aggressive he gets in the bedroom I didn't know this, nor was I interested in um, actually seeing it. (laughs) Because Kevin Gates, to me, kind of looks like when you blow air into a juice box. It's very Mott's. Friend. Um, (laughs) And so I just wasn't, I wasn't into it. But anyhow, I did see plenty of the reactions. And I figured for the show, let me go ahead and see this video. So I can give those of you who also don't care to watch it a bit of an idea, a visualization, possibly, (sighs) of what we're dealing with here. Because most people who were interested, again, because Kevin Gates claims to be the, you know, universal fucker. And... This video was very lackluster. It was very boring. The girls were tired. They were going to sleep. It just wasn't giving the delivery that he claimed. Also, it doesn't help that this video looks like it was recorded on a gigapet, as well as the fact that... As well as the fact that this headboard was definitely passed down. I don't know whose grandma this bed belonged to, but this... Be- this headboard is giving me Rose Nyland. Oh, like right. I, so it's a sad day. Everything about the video is just not giving, I guess, fans or the porn thirsty of us the entertainment. I suppose that we were looking for. Mm-hmm. However, both parties in the video seem to be having a good time, and um, you know, God bless that. Maybe Kevin Gates was just really excited that day. No, maybe thanks. this girl. No, thank maybe, you. Maybe this particular girl is like, look, I ain't about all of that tossing around the room and, and fucking doing a stanky leg fuck up on the ceiling next to the chandelier and all that. I'm not doing Ugh. it. Regular strokes. I doubt it. But you never know. And um <laughs> Isn't Kevin Gates the one who said who was talking about fucking yep. his cousin or something? So <laughs> Yes it is. So then as soon as I heard this story about the sex tape, I'm like, I really don't want to see this man taking his cousin down. It's probably not his cousin in the video, mm-hmm. but <laughs> every time I hear his name, I'm gonna think about <laughs> having sex with one's cousin and it's gonna make me uncomfortable. So <laughs> y'all yeah. I cannot believe y'all even willingly watch that. I would not have done it, but what the dick looking like? Well, see, I was that confused as well. 
And I didn't know anything about him talking about how he likes to have sex or being super graphic because I try not to pay attention. Yeah. So when I found out that that's how, you know, he'd be talking and I was like, oh, so this is why y'all watch this video because he'd be talking about all kinds of things that he does to the men. Oh, gotcha. And I guess they wanted to see if it was true and they expected to get really... um, I guess they wanted some Brazzers. They were expecting Pornhub, and they didn't get it. Oh, yikes. Well, oh, well, for free, you take what you can get. And again, you the one seeking out a Kevin Gay sex tape. So maybe ask yourself some hard questions. So many professionals doing it every day on OnlyFans that you could be going to. Exactly. You know, you can get on one of these free sites and get your life there from people who do this professionally and for a living um Mm -hmm. kevin doesn't even have a tripod you know or a ring light oh no so so what is the production value even give is it a selfie stick what is going on it's very much arm fully extended oh no Uh uh-uh no i definitely don't want to watch that i'm sorry so now you (laughs) the camera moving every time you do Uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh so that's that i suppose (laughs) won't work um but you know what Okay, moving on um, to uh, Takashi Six Nine and his airhead extreme looking ass is online, getting on everybody's last motherfucking nerves. Now I thought that his legal team said that the doll understands that she needs to shut up. And uh, did you know that he wears lace fronts? I had no idea that these were lace. Well, I. Did I know that? <laughs> I feel like I probably did not. And um, yeah, so this week he has, after allegedly having to move, relocate, relocate wherever he was staying, um, he's now blaming Billboard for manipulating the charts and uh, giving Ariana Grande and what? Justin Bieber the number one and deleting some of the streams for his song, Gooba, which... <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> the song is called All Caps, G-O-O-B-A. Gooba. I want him to go so far away. Like, I'm just not team this. Like, and I don't even care about the whole snitching thing. Because the other thing that he was involved in is trolling Snoop Dogg because I guess he's like ranting about how he snitched and he still came home and has this huge record and a lot of other rappers snitched too. And one of the people he's throwing out there is Snoop Dogg. And he's like posting videos where he's sitting in front of the TV in like with his fucking eating. I don't know what the fuck it was like eating and legs crossed and watching some documentary or movie with Suge Knight claiming that Snoop Dogg and other people are informants and just being shady with it. Of course, Snoop Dogg responded. None of us are doing anything. So he had the time. I just want to play a piece. Hopefully you can. Oh, it was a video. Yeah, it's a video response that uh, Snoop Dogg gave. And okay. the microphone. <laughs> that was There's funny. just a particular way that West Coast niggas say bitch that, and you know, I love that word. I don't care. You do. And um, 
It just set me. So I wonder if, <laughs> like, if it's go and do your shit. Get out my way, bitch. <laughs> okay, I wasn't ready for that, <laughs> bitch. Like, what? I thought In it was gonna be more drawn out than that. <laughs> but that was like, <laughs> you really can't stand. He threw that in. <laughs> He threw in a couple funky dog head bitches too, because you know, yeah. if you ask Gail, that's one of right. his favorite. You know how he is too. about dog head bitches. I can't believe Takashi Six Nine was is somehow more annoying than he was before he went to prison. It has like the right? opposite effect on white people. How are you more irritating now? Okay, so starting with sleeves and beads, they're bigger stars than you. They're yeah huge pop stars with rabid fans it makes no surprise to me that they were number one it is a huge surprise to me that you charted in the top five top 10 yes top 20 right yeah i would have never guessed so i don't understand why you can't just count your blessings that you are not only not in prison but that you got away so quickly and that you are even still permitted to make music that you have a video at all that you have a chain and whatever else like get that lace braided and stop and leave us they told us you were going to leave us alone they said that yeah they said that so did they need to go to jail So what is it that we need to do? Because I'm so exhausted. And why are you out here fucking antagonizing everybody that you can think of? Don't nobody give... Sweetie, as I said last week, you're a spectacle. Like you're a... Like a a clown. Like a jester. You're an an attraction. Right, at the show. Thank you. So of course you're going to garner viewership because people look at you. You literally... Have rainbow hair, Pennywise. <laughs> Leave us alone. An actual real life clown. Yes, please do. Last but not least, um, Lil Boosie and his hamburger face ass was on Instagram. Higher than satellites. This nigga, man. Where <laughs> he... This may be it for me. I'm in Boosie. <laughs> like, I, um, mean, yeah, I'm I think I might be done. I'm really yeah. done with this nigga. <laughs> with the discussion and all. I just, so he was on here and I'm talking about stilts. Like, hi. <laughs> and <laughs> speaking at length, length bragging even that he has been getting his sons and nephews laid by grown women since they were in the ages of 12 and 13, teaching them how to put on condoms at 9, 10, talking about, talking about their underage genitalia and being braggadocious about Getting grown women that he claims he also slept with to do the same thing to children. Uh, I just, you know, how I know Zaya Wade's group chat was so lit. <laughs> like I know Zaya was like, I know this nigga it's was not, not talking one. about yep. me and my daddy. <laughs> sure was, and then bragging about this. Wow, like so, this is actual criminal activity. Can we just start right there? <laughs> like. <laughs> 
This is lib. This is these are felonies that you're describing right now on Instagram. Do you know that this is illegal? It's it's and it's wrong. On top of that, like how uh, Boosie been a problem? Boosie been saying stupid shit. Like, but sixteen year old me would have never thought that thirty seven year old me would feel this way about Boosie badass. Like, I just would have never thought this nigga would have fallen off. The way he has with me personally, I'm just like, I don't know, fed up and grossed out all at once with this nigga. Uh, (laughs) I just, I'm tired. I don't even, it's like, and then crime aside, you know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) crime aside, the way that he was talking about them. And their bodies was just so... My ghast is flabbered. I can't... (laughs) I can't make sense. And it's like, you know, mostly laughs and LMAOs and people who are fans. I mean... These are children you're traumatizing right now. This is not nine, ten years old putting on condoms. Nigga, What? Having grown women do sexual things to them. Like, people would be rightfully outraged if he was talking about this with his daughters. It would be like, nigga, the fuck is wrong with you having this grown man come in here and handle your little girl? Like, it's every part of it is wrong. But for some reason, niggas congratulate each other or be like, damn, I wish my daddy would have did that for me. And it's like, you wish you would have been traumatized sexually at a very young age? Because this is not... This is not a good thing, my nigga. Like, these are still children, even though they're little boys. I know it's hard for y'all to understand, but it's still a violation. It's still fucking wrong. Ugh. I'm not shocked. I'm Niggas. barely even moved out of my spot because it's boosy. Well, we're talking we're talking about a nigga with a song called They Dykin. So of course I mean, and I do love that song, but no more. It's a classic. I, no but more. No more. I just I'm so done with Boosie and his clear, obvious obsession with Dick. Yep. This man is so phallic obsessed. Say it. It's obvious. I just don't get it. It was Um, when he first. No, when I first got out of jail. Let me be realistic. But it was (laughs) at some jail stint, probably the longest one where he came out and was just like, obsessed with dicks and and anal sex and talking about you know niggas fucking each other in the ass and all this and it's like okay i understand you just got out but is this maybe a you know i wish i had the free porn that i used to have right in front of my face because how is it that you can't let this go like are you really still this obsessed about gay people or what you think is gay activity or whatever else but he couldn't even just leave like the ignorance there it couldn't be just you know you being fucking dumb and saying stupid shit about gay niggas or prison or whatever else you had to extend that into literally traumatizing your own children like i hope somebody called the goddamn police because this is (laughs) take them fucking kids it was bad enough last year when we saw that video or whatever of his icebox remember that and it wasn't nothing but fucking juicy juice and 
<laughs> a bunch I of process. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yes, you do. It was like video. It was a video of Boosie's house or whatever and a video of the icebox. And it was full of bullshit. I mean, absolutely packed. Pantry jam packed with dumb shit. It looked like an eight-year-old went food shopping for the whole fucking family. I, don't, I can't <laughs> believe you don't remember this. <laughs> I literally have no recollection of any of what you're It would be about. like sending two 11-year-old children into the store with cash and telling them to get groceries for the house. Picture yes. what that it was 88% sugar in <laughs> in the cabinets and in the refrigerator. Like th- them kids need help, all right? They need to be around an adult who will value them and their little lives and their little bodies and who will give them fresh things to eat. Cause this is this man. The kids is just not come it. back to the house with with fifty packs of dipsticks oh, or whatever. Right, <laughs> nothing but Kool Aid. It's just the, all that pre mixed Kool Aid, where it's the sugar and the powder and them daddy. cans. But daddy, <laughs> daddy, we got Easy Mac too. <laughs> it's so um, simple yeah the, somebody go save them kids this is wrong that's it for hot tops this week we're going to take a break now pay some bills and then we're going to come back with your drama i mean with your letters hey y'all listen we all know that life is full of the yada 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 you know sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it you gotta send a million letters and go up there in person and it's just a bunch of blah 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 like this could have been easier okay we've all dealt with the yada yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or you know even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Hey, y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. (laughs) Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. Okay, so it's time now for your listener letters. That's right. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com because this week the listener letters are brought to you by PNG Royal Oils. Y'all know how much I love that hair care line. Go check them out. But let's dive right into the mess, friend. Let's start here with uh, M. <clears throat> and M says, M like Emily says Mm. (laughs) like many other people right now i'm struggling 
I am physically distancing and working from home and walking outside sometimes. Same. I've been seeing people via FaceTime and Zoom a few times a week, but I am still incredibly lonely and my depression is getting worse. My therapist suggested considering getting together with individuals or couples of my friends, but I don't know if I want to risk getting sick or transmitting sickness. It's getting so bad that I've been questioning living through this thing and thinking about dying a lot. Would you risk seeing your friends in a situation like this? Would it be worth it? I love the show so much and it's really helping me to get through each week having something to look forward to. Hope you guys stay safe and healthy. Thanks, M. Well, I think I said it before, so I'll say it again. I'm not judging y'all no more. You know what I mean? Do you? I know I'm staying my ass in the house, but um, a lot of people are finding ways to get out or to connect with a uh, maybe one friend or one close person or small numbers and things like that. Wearing their masks, hazmat suits, and whatever the fuck else. Like, y'all, if you're if it's your life or going to like link up with one to two friends and staying, you know, reasonably distant from one another when you do, then girl, go for it. <laughs> I don't really know at this point. It's like unfortunately we don't have the leadership that one requires Mm -hmm. in this kind of a time so we don't really have an understanding of really how anything's going so it's kind of like the country to me it feels like they're slowly pulling off the band-aid of a cut that we got yesterday (laughs) like (laughs) trying to see if it's healed and then the band-aid can't go back on because you know once you take a band-aid off it's just a wrap exactly exactly I don't really know, but I can say I identify with what this letter um, is conveying. And I think that there are ways that you can uh, get out and sort of harness a bit of your mentality for uh, positivity, you know, and if that means going for runs, going for a walk or like doing something socially out with your friends where you're not all up on each other or whatever the fuck, then there are ways to be out and be, and not be stupid. You know, there are ways to be out and not be reckless. I obviously don't encourage it because I would like to be able to get back to normalcy quicker than anything. And the more of us that say, fuck it, I'm tired of being in the house, the longer it's going to take. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to say, you know, I'm done. I'm basically just done saying shame on the girls. Like, whatever. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I mean, shame already doesn't really work. It's just kind of like, you know, goddamn, we're in a fucking pandemic. So you want people to take it seriously because so many people seem to just be acting like this is not really even a thing so i mean she's clearly not one of those right and i fully get that too because you know something that has been hard for me to accept is that humans need other humans and we are not really fulfilled as beings when we are completely isolated so i can't tell you whether it's worth it for you to spend time with your friends because for you it really might (laughs) so you know, and that just is what it is. So you, that, yeah. the, the answer here depends a lot on how much you trust their, your friends and whether they're really, you know, staying home and only hanging out with you or whatever, like they say they are. But 
You know, I I would just say that if you feel like it's that or giving up on life altogether, then do like Kid Fury said and try to find the safest possible way that you can spend some time with other people. Because exactly. there's no point in quarantining if you feel like it's going to cost you your life. Because exactly. you're quarantining to save your life. So... <laughs> You you gonna have to um, decide whether you're at that point or not. Where it's just like, girl, I have got to do fucking something or I'm gonna lose it. Um, I am sure that at some point I will see my friends and like hang out with them again. I'm sure that's gonna happen, but I will also, especially at first, be super fucking cautious. It helps that nobody I know um, in New York City has the virus, so it's like. It kind of feels like if you don't have it by now, girl, you're probably not going to get it. But that doesn't mean it's time to just go out here and breathe in everybody's fucking air and vibes and just let the chips fall where they may. So right when I do and get back to hanging like, out, I will be, you know, being smart about it. And the weather is turning up. So it's like a lot of people are just super anxious. <sighs> but yes. I also can only really work within my own understanding of being social or experience my own sort of perspective. I don't have a problem spending uh, the majority of my time at the house um, because that's what I do all the time anyway. But even Mm -hmm. myself, Mm -hmm. I have moments where I'm affected, as I've said, just by the mere fact that things are just restricted across the board. There are things I would like to have done to my place, things I want to like get or fix or get rid of, or like, like just little stuff that I want to do even within the bubble of my home is uh, conflicted because I can't get things to move around. Certain stuff isn't open. I can't go here and get that or blah, blah, blah. And so that is a frustration uh, all its own. And like, although I do spend most of my time at home, I don't never go out. So yeah, I'm still affected by the fact that I haven't like seen friends or had a hug or anything like that in a long ass time oh, at this point. Yeah. So I'm only imagine like I, I try to empathize as much as I can, or, or at least understand consider different perspectives as an introvert i you know feel what i just said but i know that there are people who really feel safest or feel most like comfortable when they are out like there are people who just chill at the fucking coffee shop and they just people watch and like that brings them peace of mind and there are people who you know live in the fucking gym and that's their lifestyle and that's what makes them feel whole and whatnot and so people who like really really um finds maybe their escapism and being out and being social are really fucked up right now. (laughs) My escapism is totes and video games. Yep. Let me tell you something. Same. And I just got another VR headset. So I've been playing some Beat Saber and a whole bunch of other. I don't even live here anymore. I'm in a virtual (laughs) reality world. So like, you know what I mean? Oh, man. other people find escape in like going and being social with their friends and bike riding together and like having brunch and whatever the fuck. And so I get that, but 
you know, I would say again, hold on if you can just a little bit longer and like try to find ways to, to find peace and make sense of what's going on in your your home. Sometimes your mind is just racing a million miles a minute and it's hard to really be forced to kind of be in tune with what's going in your mind because you can't do shit else or go nowhere right. else to sort of, no, so your head is just going a million miles a fucking minute and it's maddening, I understand. So yeah, if you can still stay at home and like suffer along with the rest of us for a taste longer, <laughs> that's where I encourage. But like Crystal said, if you just, if it's between your life or the streets, try to find the safest yes. possible way to go out with maybe a friend or two. Because mm-hmm. remember, this government don't give one fuck about you. Not and they one. will absolutely let your ass expire and not think yes. twice about it. So you oh, have yes. to be looking out for yourself in a way that you cannot trust, you know, the government to do. So And others. And others, correct. You really have to it's a time where we need each other, but so many people are I don't want to say trash, but the they, the word is really trash. And so I mean, you, that's I'm fine with that. Like people know they're sick and still go hang out around others and all that sort of thing. And it's like you could just not like it's one thing if you're asymptomatic, but you know, I feel like as more time goes on, we hear more and more stories about people who are like, oh, you know, I felt a little bit ill, but you know, I just went to three parties at last weekend, so I'm sure it was fine. And it's like. Okay, girl, no. do you really not give a fuck about nobody else? But, you know, it, there's also, it could be an issue of, you know, you being extra paranoid for whatever reasons, uh, being immunocompromised or whatever else. So it's fine that you're being hesitant about it, but do whatever is going to work out for your mental health in the long run. And remember that this is a crazy fucking time we are living in and your thoughts are not necessarily you know, real. They're not necessarily what is going on in the world. If you're feeling super negative or bad or whatever right now, just let yourself feel it and then let yourself live through it. So best of luck to you. Uh, Let's move on. Our next question comes from Deanna, who says, I'm in the process of compiling videos of my sister's friends saying happy birthday to her because we're in quarantine and, you know, naturally her birthday sucks. She stuck away from home with her family instead of at her own apartment because of travel restrictions. So I thought it would be cool if all her friends sent a sweet message to tell her how much they love her. There were two people whose numbers I couldn't get from other friends. So I made up a reason to go in her phone. Okay. Sounds like you just told us the made up reason. Oh, what? Mm. <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> See, she gave her sister a fake. I just now. It just not clicked for me. But anyway, her conversation with her therapist was right up at front. I swear I did not go looking for it. I saw my name, though, in the conversation, and now I don't know what to do. I read that my sister thinks I'm a liar and overall has a very low opinion of me. We've been struggling lately with getting along, but my feelings are hurt that she thinks so lowly, so lowly of me, especially because I'm literally putting together a video so she feels love. I know I had no business calling her out because I invaded her safe space of online therapy, but that doesn't stop the way I feel. Any advice would be appreciated. Thanks, Deanna. Deanna. You played yourself. I mean, you did. You did. You definitely did. You did. If anything, I guess I would be asking to sit in on a session with her. Ooh. I would just be like, look, 
I saw what you said about me. It hurts my feelings. You feel that way. But that was in a a place in a space where you should have been safe to say what was on your mind without having to concern yourself with what I would think. And I think that if possible, you should see if you can sit in on a session with her um, to sort of unpack why she feels the way that she feels and sort of come to a, uh, hopefully a, an understanding of what's going on. Cause you don't sound like a liar or bad sister or whatever. Um, but I don't know you and I'm not going to invalidate anything that she's saying. Um, but I really feel like the only helpful thing at this point, and I mean, just in my opinion, would be to try to talk to someone who can mediate um, together. Obviously, obviously, she's going to be pissed that you, you yeah. know, saw her things. So it's like coming at her in a defensive way about anything she said first. To me, you just setting yourself up for failure because you should have never seen it. Yeah, should have never seen it. So. I think if anything, you should just be like, I'm sorry that I saw this. I really shouldn't have invaded your privacy. You should have been able to say this stuff without me knowing or or whatever. And I really want us to work on this because it hurts me that you feel this way. And that's it. That's That's what I would do. That is really mature of you because I was, I did not even think of that. (laughs) I immediately went to, well, oh, fucking well, that's what you get for going through her fucking therapy app. And I mean, that's fair too. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, I think as soon as I read this, I thought, well, you just need to fucking handle it, you know, like on your own or whatever. But what you're saying makes a lot of sense and also takes into account that I'm sure Deanna, you know, has feelings and the quarantine is making every situation a hundred times more stressful than it would have been yeah. without the fucking virus. Everything. If you're having a breakup right now, it's a million times worse because of fucking Corona. If you just got fired, same situation. Your mom is yep. sick. Absolutely the same thing. So I, so I'm going to try to come back to this, you know, much more kind way that Kid Fury looked at this and say that it is probably a good idea if y'all can talk about it together with the help of a therapist. But um, just like he said, you know, and and how she might be defensive because you're bringing up something that she said, you know, in private with her therapist, you also have to be ready to accept whatever she gives you coming back from that because yep. she is allowed to go to therapy and say, I feel like my sister is a fucking liar because blah, blah, blah. Because just like, you know, you have your feelings and they feel you feel the way you do regardless. So does she. And so wherever that came from for her, she has the right to work that out with her therapist without you getting involved. So if yeah. you say something to her about it, it might just be bitch, stay out my fucking phone. That's what you get for going through my goddamn phone and don't worry about what me and Tina are over here talking about stay in your fucking business like you have to be ready for her to come back and and tell you to stay in your fucking place and out of her fucking uh, wellness yeah but at the same time I think that it's completely fair of you to um, take full responsibility for the fact that you shouldn't have been in her phone but also uh, attempt 
to like find a resolution in the issue because i wouldn't want for my sister to think lowly of me i'm you know assuming that she doesn't want to feel like you're a liar or feel negatively about you either otherwise why even bring it the fuck up right um so i would at least want to do something about this uh i guess strained relationship or or whatever that i didn't even know about i would try want to try to fix it if that means that like if your sister is like, I'm pissed at you for even seeing that shit. I need you to back the fuck off for a minute. Give her that space. Cause again, you're wrong. But yep. um, I don't think that there's anything wrong in saying, like, I really want to fix this. I want us to get to a, a better place or whatnot. And if that means talking to the therapist together, I'd like to do that or something else, you know, and then meet her on her terms with it. Um, yeah I think you're gonna yeah. have to be ready for that um, in particular because that's real like if I know that my sister feels a way about me and I want us to be ha- be happier you know like I'm trying to do something nice for this bitch and she think I'm the worst person in the world then yeah I would also want to um, I would want us to to be in a happier or healthier place I would want her to feel differently about me but it's just going to be very fucking touchy as soon as you tell her that you read through her fucking chat with her therapist. Cause that's such a huge violation. Like I would be pissed. So, um, yeah, yeah. Best of luck to y'all as y'all, uh, figure that out. Cause that's going to be complicated. Next letter comes from Mantap. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Mantap. Um, but he writes, I've been struggling since before Corona hit, but she's kicked things up a notch for your boy. And one question I haven't heard answered yet is this. When does one know when we should seek out help for therapy? When we should seek out for help with therapy? When is it justified to ask a stranger to spend time on us and help us deal with our daily struggles? I have my faults and I often feel like I shouldn't burden others with my own guilt. And I constantly tell myself that no one can help me but me. But when is the right time to acknowledge that I cannot solve my own problems and should seek help for them? Thank you for everything you do. Sincerely, Mantap. It sounds like you are there already. Yeah, I think as soon as you start questioning it. Exactly. <laughs> yep, I think that's... The moment that you start asking, like, you know, when you're at wit's end, as I am at the moment, mm-hmm. and you have no real other place to turn to, um, as I am at the moment, <laughs> when do you... Like, <laughs> If you're starting to think, I mean, but, you know, I definitely had moments where I considered should I see seek out therapy prior to uh, doing it. When I really did it was when um, I was just I, I felt like I could not lie to myself or convince myself anymore at that point that I could do it alone. Like I I knew at that point that like my mental health was completely out Mm -hmm. of my own hands and that if I didn't speak to someone, something drastic was probably going to take place. And so like, I was literally like on the edge of the cliff Mm. when I went, but I don't think that you need to be there. I think that if you're just, thinking about it if you're just considering it if you're having a repeated feeling of just 
trash emotions and thoughts and outlooks, then I don't think you're wrong for being like, look, because you could talk to a therapist about any black ass thing that's going on in your life. Like mm-hmm. anything. You could be going through a breakup. I want to talk to a therapist. Boom. That's what they're there for. You could have just lost a job. Boom. That's what a therapist is there for. Your daddy could just be the most annoying motherfucker in the world. <laughs> Boom. That's what a therapist is yes. there for. Your children are ungrateful and never say thank you for all of the goddamn things you do for boom that's what you could just really talk to a therapist for anything and we're so convinced especially people of color that we have to like shoulder every goddamn burden that takes place in our lives and just walk around with it on our backs especially brown women but you don't have to like literally have the barrel in your mouth like you don't have to just be yeah, waiting to be rock bottom. like I was. Yeah, same. Right. You can just be like, I'm struggling right now and I need some help making sense of what's going on in my life so I can just save sail smoothly. Um Yeah. So yeah, I feel like now is probably the fine time for you to start looking up someone to talk to. Yeah. I knew it was time for me to go when I was like, okay, I'm gonna start doing, you know, these things to take better care of myself and then could not force myself to do them. It was like, I am incapable of doing what I should. So I was like, okay, I need to talk to somebody about why I literally don't give a fuck about myself anymore. So that's how I knew it was time for me to go. But, you know, you mentioned some stuff about feeling like uh, nobody can help you but you and you don't want to burden other people with your shit or whatever. But you're not burdening a therapist by talking to them about your struggles. That's their job. Like. Exactly. This isn't some friend that you're asking to lend an ear. <laughs> this is like a trained professional, and they're not just listening. Like they are obviously listening, but therapists can also give you the tools to help you manage your shit. They can help you see, um, they can help you see where you struggle in ways that you maybe haven't ever really been able to identify for yourself, or they can help put words to things that you've never been able to name before in your own life. Exactly. And they can help you manage that stuff better. It's not just, you know, here I go dumping all my problems on this person for 45 minutes. Like, and even if it was that, that's what, exactly what you're paying for. So that's literally what, yeah. <laughs> right. So you can do that and it's fine to have your faults. Every human being has faults. So please don't let that stop you or make you feel like, oh, I need to take care of myself. Nobody can help me but me. That is a wrong like that is that is a false narrative to have running through your mind that nobody can help you. People can absolutely help you. And for some reason, when it comes to mental health stuff, we seem to think like, oh, I just I should be able to to do this on my own, like you said. But if you broke your fucking knee or whatever, <laughs> I don't even know if you can break a knee, but like yeah, <laughs> whatever it is, if whatever might happen to you, you know, physically, you would carry your ass to the doctor and it wouldn't be no shame. It wouldn't be like, well, I just feel like exactly. I should take care of myself. So I wrap that right. bitch up and rub some tussin in it. It would be like, girl, if you don't carry your ass onto the goddamn emergency room they will but like it's nothing wrong with letting a qualified medical professional help you out and that's exactly what therapy is so right 
there's no need to feel um, guilty about it or feel like things need to be worse for you before it's time to go. If you're thinking about going, then you might as well get started on the search now because it's not like it's easy necessarily to find a therapist that you really fucking vibe with. So, yeah. That's true too. It may take like it might be a process. one or two or three right. tries before you find the right right person too. And that's another thing that's like an excellent thing to bring up because some people go and they may not like the first session or vibe with the person that they first meet, and then they swear off of therapists altogether, or they feel like um, they made the wrong decision to go to therapy at that time or whatnot and it's like no you can just go ahead and shuffle through whenever the deck you until feel you like your car. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> whenever That's you feel it. like it all right good luck to you our next question comes from lauren who says i should start this off by saying that my mother and i have never had a good relationship but back in january we had this huge fight where things were said and lines were crossed I accepted that I was never going to have a relationship with my mom and stopped trying. And to be honest, after she told me how she really feels, I didn't want a relationship with her anymore. But this is where things start to get complicated. My dad has cancer and just had a major surgery to remove the tumor. And thankfully, he's okay. And the surgery was successful. I've been back at my parents' house since coronavirus canceled 2020, helping him as he recovers and staying clear of her. Maybe it's the cancer or my grandmother telling my mom how she can be a better mom, but it seems as though my mother has had some change of heart. She started asking me to go on walks with her, and if she sees me working on something, she pretends to be interested and asks questions. I've already decided that I'm done with her. So although I'm not disrespectful, I keep the conversations short and formal. But I'm starting to feel bad for being this way because she can be interpreted as putting forth an effort. And all this shit going on with my dad is a lot. But still, my mother has not apologized for this fight that we had or for trying to turn certain family members against me. She, in fact, doubled down on opinions of me during our reunion episode. Okay, I like the way you said (laughs) reunion episode. I'm going to assume she is like talking about the fact that they are having conversations again and just doing a playoff of the housewives Mm. or whatever but yeah my therapist thinks i thinks that i need to let go and forgive her she told me that i should accept the olive branch that my mom is seemingly giving and work on rebuilding our relationship i'm trying to use my father as motivation to do this but i honestly am not past being uninvited to her funeral and i don't want to accept her back into my life what would you do if you were invited to her funeral yeah i'm guessing that's one of the things her mother said like don't come to my when i die don't come to my funeral Jesus. That is some dramatic black parent bullshit right there. Like, calm. But it's down. also like <laughs> girl. But it's also like, what are you gonna do if I do? You're right. You're gonna come back, woo, haunt me, bitch. So She's gonna hop out the casket and be like, bitch, I told you to get your ass off of the right. Like, what do you What would y'all do? Yeah, okay. Yeah. What would y'all do if you were in my shoes? Love you, stay queer, Lauren. <laughs> um I'm sensitive when it comes to family, so I didn't. I would have been done just been like, all right, let's. I'm just vibe out with this. Let's just move forward. I will forgive and remember. And yes, forgive and remember um, is important. And that's going to be that. You know, let it go. She's making an attempt. Um, obviously, like she mentioned, or like you mentioned, um. The 
the situation with your father's health is more than likely a huge catalyst in bringing her uh, to this understanding that she needs to work on stuff. But I also understand that, like, acknowledgement in things that were done or said that were hurtful is really important. It is. In, it's crucial. In, like closure and uh repairing relationships and things like that it's one thing to be like making an attempt to change behavior with a person and being warmer or kinder or whatnot but if you said things to me that really hurt me and made it and had an effect on me and you don't acknowledge them i would think that it's i don't want to say impossible because i'm just one man on earth and you know whatever but i it would be incredibly difficult i think for almost anyone to have their feelings hurt especially by a relative Mm -hmm. like an immediate especially a parent right right and then them not even acknowledge it apologize for it try to make amends all of the you know the walks and the kind words and things like that that's great but i do understand like wanting an apology or even just an acknowledgement that you were hurt in the things that were said. Um, I doubt if y'all were arguing and really throwing out jabs that what she said she meant. I'm certain that this funeral comment was not something she was dead serious about. It sounds like something that you would say when you are just pissed. You said here in this letter that y'all both said some fucked up things or whatnot. So I doubt that she feels that way. It don't change the fact that you're going to want her to be like, I'm sorry for saying that that was fucked up. Right. And if she's doubling down on hurtful things that she said, then that's damn sure not going to help anybody. So Exactly. That's why I'm like, I I see where your therapist is coming from, but the fact that your mother is like, (laughs) no, I extra fucking meant what I said has me like, okay, so, you know, maybe you don't have to work on y'all's relationship. Maybe, you know, you can do the letting go part and the forgiving part and you know, just trying to do your best to help take care of your dad while he's going through all this and then keep your mother at a distance where it's still, you know, doable for you, where you can still be there for your dad and be around this woman without punching her in the face. Like (laughs) maybe that's where you end up with that. And that's fine as well. Like, I don't think you have to force yourself to do something just because it might look like your mother is making an effort. Maybe her version of an effort is not what you need. Maybe you need more than she can give. That's very possible. A lot of people, especially parents, like they're my bad. They're I'm sorry. Listen, it's trash. (laughs) Is being like, (laughs) their attempt is like, you hungry? Right. And then that's kind of it. You know, like here's a plate and that is supposed to mean or be recognized as my bad. I'm sorry. Not everyone is good at that stuff. But I'm also someone who's not really a fan of like unspoken shit. I like to have a motherfucking understanding and I don't care who the fuck we talking about. So I would have probably been like, look, I see you making an effort and I actually genuinely appreciate that. And I would love for us to get back to a place, but I'm not over specifics. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm not over blank, 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 (laughs) bullet list. And I won't be until you make amends for that. Like, I need you to acknowledge the shit that hurt my fucking feelings and apologize. If there are things that I said that hurt your feelings and and we haven't talked about that, we can discuss that as well. But like, I don't think that we can 
I don't think that I can properly accept a healthy relationship between the two of us until we acknowledge this stuff. I think that if you're completely fair and you're honest about the fact that you want to get to a good place, but that's what's stopping you and it still isn't like acknowledged or reciprocated or whatever, then like Crystal said, you know, be there for your father and keep your mm-hmm. mother at a distance where you're not ripping each other's hair out, but you're also not, you know, driving yourself crazy or putting your mental health at risk because she done pissed you off. And on top of that, she want to be nice to you and yeah, also see, not take that. back the fucked up she, <laughs> shit she said. Like, I, like It's not going to work. It's, it's not going to be all of that. It's not going to do that. <laughs> It's not like I can't like so we're on this walk or whatever in the morning and you like, oh, yeah, I totally met that shit, bitch. Don't ever pull up to my funeral. But how's how's things going? How's Kyle? Like, no, that's not going to work. Right. We can't just pretend you didn't say that. And, you know, coming from your mother, whatever was said probably hit totally different than if it came from oh, a, a friend sure. or a cousin or whatever else. So, Hell yeah. you know, I would, I would do my best to meet her halfway, but I wouldn't sacrifice what I need in order to do it. And if she can't meet me at the bare fucking minimum, then we just won't. I mean, unfortunately we just won't be where you would theoretically like us to be. Cause you cannot acknowledge the shit you did to me. And that is step fucking yeah. one girl. So yeah. <sighs> and I mean, that's another one that sounds like if y'all could do a group or a session together with a therapist, that might help. Yeah. Or even if you just have someone in the family who y'all know is like a really good mediator who will, who will sit in on y'all having conversation and kind of call you both out and keep, you know what I mean? Like that might help as well. Cause Mm -hmm. sometimes two people who are in their feelings, two people who have hurt one another or whatever, cannot really communicate. It's, it is hard. It is hard sometimes to come out of your own ego, to come out of your own pain and just, accept the facts that are on the table and communicate. It's really hard to put that shit to the side sometimes and just pour your heart out because, you know, your hurt, your scorn, your resentment won't always allow you to be that vulnerable. So sometimes it helps to have someone in the middle who will be like, all right, I know that you don't mean this or this is not the time to say that or whatever, or Mm -hmm. just this is how that person feels. Obviously y'all feel like blank. If that is something that you feel like could help, then I would probably bring that up as well as as an option. Cause it ain't going to make no sense. Y'all talk about it again and then just cuss each other the fuck out once more. (laughs) Right. Like (laughs) Like, this is, this is even worse now. Okay. So best of luck to you. Our last letter comes from Carmen who says, Last weekend was my boyfriend's birthday, and this upcoming weekend is our four-year anniversary. We had a week-long trip planned to Key West for June, but of course that won't be happening now. And so I have a little extra spending money. I saved up enough to rent a Can-Am. I don't know what a can Is that like a boat? Maybe it's some kind of car. Let's see. I had saved up enough money to rent a Can-Am for the week we were supposed to be there. As a surprise for my boyfriend, because the Can-Am is his impractical dream mode of transportation. Okay. It's supposed to be like a car or like a truck. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> um, let's see. It's an ATV. 
Oh, so he want to off road like and do all that shit. Yes, yeah, off roading that shit. Niggas want to drive through the mud. All right, <laughs> this is ideal mode of transportation. Listen, he loves where? it. <laughs> Who knows? The fucking piggly wiggly, but <laughs> garbage. He need to go hunting or something. Like, what? what is what is the purpose of this? Okay, that's fine. All right, I decided to use the money I saved up and buy him something he can keep, and got the last brand new. Honda Grom. This is another car I've never heard of. Mm. Anyway, I bought the last brand new, whatever that car is that the state of Florida had because all the factories have shut down at this point and for good reason. He was very excited about it. And our good friends. Oh, a bike. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Our good friends came over the night that he received it to celebrate and teach him how to ride in the parking lot for our building. And we had a wonderful time. It's been over a week now and he's only posted one picture on social media and it was the top bar where everything goes away in 24 hours with no shout out just a picture of the bike not even saying it was his in the meantime he's received a mask from his friend in the mail and some items from a tattoo artist he like and the second he received those boxes the pictures went up on social with big shout outs and thank yous to the people who sent them even though he paid for the shit from the tattoo artist I don't want to <laughs> I don't this is such a young people question I love it (laughs) I don't want to ask him to post a thank you I don't want to ask him to post a thank you social media thing a thank you social media things okay for me about the bike because that's just weird and disingenuous this past year he's bought me a new macbook whatever the new iphone is with the three cameras and the noise canceling ipods every time he's given me something he bought this stuff for her right he has bought this for her over the past year every time he's given me something i post on social a nice thank you and everyone i talk to in real life If they bring it up, I always say that he gave me these things and I always tell people about how much he spoils me and how lucky I am to be with him. He's happy about the bike. (laughs) He's happy about the bike around me, but am I being petty because I'm upset that he hasn't posted anything? Yes. And it's a catch-22 because I feel like if I say something about it and then he posts it, it's like an obligation and the shit will be weird. Duh. Yeah. please help Carmen <laughs> Carmen I vote no I feel like <laughs> this is adorable <laughs> this is incredibly petty not everybody likes to be all out here with their love life not even just like like sometimes you, you know you like to be a little what's the word I'm looking for discreet yeah with what's going on in your romantic life. I would judge the nigga more based on the way that I am treated with him um, or by him uh, when we're together versus some shit that he posts or doesn't post on Instagram. Because nigga, let me tell you something. I'm not posting shit from you or you or anything like that. None of and it. I will say thank you to these other motherfuckers who give me something on my birthday or whatever the fuck. And that's just something that we have to understand. And if you do the same shit to me, I'm going to assume it's for the same fucking reason. <laughs> right. Um, but it sounds to me like you are a type of person who is super into um, flaunting your relationship and the things that make you feel good in your relationship. The um, 
the gestures from your boyfriend and all of that stuff. It's fun for people to be able to like document that stuff and show off and have a good time. And so I think that's okay, but it doesn't mean that the person you're in a relationship with is going to be on that same type of time. To be honest with you, if you posted it, didn't tag you in it. It could mean a whole bunch of things. It could mean all of the negative things that you're probably thinking about. And I'm sure you went through all 11 of them, but it could also just mean that he doesn't want anybody knowing who his girlfriend right. is because he don't want nobody to take his girl. It could also mean that like he don't want nobody to be in his relationship because he doesn't want uh, them asking about him. Maybe his mama don't like you. Um, It could be any motherfucking thing. I just don't think it's that deep. And I do think that if you go to him and be like, well, why you didn't post this stuff to me? Then you're just kind of being annoying. If he loved it and y'all had a good time together and he posted it, then like, that's the thing. I don't know that I understand wanting for your man to be like, oh my God, my, my girl is the queen of, of the planet. Right. Look at these fancy Meek Mill-esque things that she got for me. Um, (laughs) But I don't think that harping on it and making it a thing with him is going to do you any fucking good. If anything, next time you know to get that nigga a gift card to the chocolate bread factory. That's it. And (laughs) (laughs) keep her real cute, concise, and, uh, you know... Smaller package, there, you know. You know how to move forward from here, and um, yeah, yeah. I guess that's it. That's how I feel. Yeah, I let that be a lesson for you. This nigga is clearly not gonna do the whole. Oh my God, my woman is my queen. <laughs> let me, you know, heap all this praise and worship on this woman in my Instagram comments. Clearly, he's not the the type to be doing all that. So, like you said, yeah. I think I would just except that I don't have the type of nigga who's going to be doing the most on social media. And I too, like you may have written to the wrong people about this. Cause we don't really care yeah. about, <laughs> I don't. don't care about being acknowledged on social media. Cause I too do not post nothing to do with the people that I'm dealing with online. And honestly, if I was, if I, if that was like me, if I was the nigga in this situation and my nigga got me some, you know, crazy gift that I really wanted, I probably would have done something similar. I probably would have posted a photo of it or me enjoying it or whatever mm-hmm. and not acknowledge that I got it from him either because mine's y'all's business. Yeah, because like, I don't want y'all being like, oh, so a boo oh, got it. Oh, 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 what, 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 who is this boo? Okay, no, uh, we're not doing all fine. that. I'm not doing that with y'all today. No. Thank you so much. Stay Maybe you wanted a little cheeky, like... <laughs> little cheeky comments from him you know some some people like to go the route of like um you know maybe a hard eye emoji or you know bay got me for forever with the number four ever right. i don't know like sometimes you like to be like a little something i understand that but i don't think this is something that's worth um you know making a fuss about especially if you don't believe that he's like cheating on you and he also buys you mad gifts and and treats you like special and things like that right. i don't think it's that big of a deal maybe y'all need to do the the love language test and your love language will be like i forgot about that i need instagram captions and maybe he could be like okay <laughs> <laughs> i will give you instagram captions since that's what you you know maybe you know, that's it who knows maybe he'll see it your way and he'll be willing to do something because it matters to you there is that <laughs> I think that you bring up a great point because I think you could put this like 
you could stash this sort of in your back pocket and not bring up this particular situation, but somehow in the future maybe slip in <laughs> that you like Instagram comments. Yes. <laughs> and then see if the behavior, maybe hint at it in the future and see if the behavior changes. But I think if you fuss about this, you're just going to get on his nerves and then y'all going to have like an argument or whatever for no reason. And I just don't think it's worth it. Right. I mean, or like you said, then he posts on Instagram and it's like, okay, but now you're only doing it because I said something. It's exactly. Like, the man cannot win here. So tuck this exactly. in your back pocket and move differently, you know, from here on out, whether that's saying something to him later or being like, okay, well, I'm not posting shit on Instagram neither. Fuck out of here. It got me looking crazy. Like whatever right. you, whatever you decide to do, but there's no, I don't see a way for him to to magically post about this without you feeling like he's only doing it because you yeah, said that's something. not gonna happen so, <laughs> but keep this in your back pocket for later girl remember this event yeah <laughs> don't hold it against him because it's not like he's doing something wrong necessarily but just remember this when it comes time for giving <laughs> gifts and all that when it comes time for posting shit online you remember how this shit because isn't you feel. that what dating man is <laughs> yes about. it is <laughs> it is about whether you give me nice things and show other people how much I mean to you. That is exactly what Dating oh, Man thought, is about. I meant it was all about holding stuff in your back pocket and uh, really throwing it on the <laughs> table. <when it's, laughs> you got to be tactical with the one you read these names. Just be like, <laughs> I'm not coming at you now. Oh, but the next time we get into it, I've got ammunition and I'm taking you down. Lord, this sounds like some shit my aunties would say. 100%. Like, girl, come here. Uh, let me tell you how you need to go on and finesse this right here. I'm going to show you how you can turn this into a tennis bracelet. Just watch. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Well, there you go. <laughs> My ain't Skeeter don't play, but that's another story for another day. Let's wrap up. I can only aspire <laughs> to be like her. Ain't Skeeter do not play. But anyway, that wraps up the questions this week. Again, the listener letters were brought to you by Royal Oils from Head and Shoulders. The line makes it easy to keep your hair and scalp moisturized and healthy. I love it so, so much. You can find out why. When you go to Walmart, pick up all the products in their collection at Walmart stores or on walmart.com. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts okay so we're back and it is now time for us to wrap up with our reads oh lord um, you can go if you want yeah i don't have much to say this week again i am barely fucking hanging in there but um 
Last week, I wanted to talk about this, and I'm sorry that I didn't. The story of Brianna Taylor out of Louisville, yep. Kentucky. Were you going to talk about the same thing? Because <laughs> I was going to touch on it, but it's fine. I feel like you'll do. I mean, I I just the thing about this is that you have heard us talking about this sort of thing one trillion fucking times, and I'm actually yeah. tired of the bare fucking minimum being something that niggas basically have to celebrate because we can't ever expect that we will actually get real justice or yeah. anything else along those lines. So if you haven't heard the story, Brianna Taylor is um, a 26 year old in Kentucky who um, died when police ran up in her fucking house and let off a whole bunch of goddamn rounds. And the story, so the story is, it's fucked up enough just on the surface, but when you actually start reading into the details and it's like this one yep. officer really had a thing for her boyfriend and like had planted drugs on this nigga before and it was like a personal vendetta trying to take this nigga down or whatever. And so naturally when people bust in your house in the middle of the night, the man, and, and it's not like it's illegal for you to have a gun and to defend yourself, your family, your home. So when he let off one shot and hit an officer in the fucking leg, they returned with like 20 fucking rounds. And so Brianna, who didn't have shit to do with shit, not one fucking thing to do with any of it is gone. And, you know, good luck, I would say, with actually getting the police in Kentucky, just like with the Ahmad story out of Georgia. Did you mention that this was in March? Um... I don't think I did. I don't think I mentioned. This oh, was in, yes. This happened in March. Yes, exactly. This happened in March. And I think they only just now <laughs> decided to do like an internal investigation. It's like when y'all shoot right. and kill fucking civilians, why is an investigation not automatically what's going on? Because you don't actually give a shit about niggas. And we know that. So right it's just very fucking sad naturally the media has started going into well brianna taylor was also not the angel you may have thought she quit her job and it's like wait what <laughs> so she i actually saw a fucking story from one of the local news outlets in louisville talking about how brianna had resigned from her job last year or something and her records were marked as she couldn't be hired back but there weren't any notes as to why and all this and it's like who the fuck cares how does that oh, have wow. anything to do with this? Are y'all trying to make this woman that a criminal now? Everything. <laughs> like, oh, so she wasn't working at this one spot. She was working at another spot. And it's like, okay, so you're not going to get me to say, oh, well, this black woman deserved for the police to run up in her house and murder her in cold fucking blood because of whatever bullshit. Like, it has nothing to do with nothing. So, yeah, these assholes shot this woman eight times and... My heart is broken for her family. I hate that this is the sort of thing that, I mean, unfortunately, it's the sort of heartbreaking story that black families, black people have had to deal with since this country began. And I hope that she gets the justice she deserves. But true justice would be, you know, maybe y'all just not running up in somebody's apartment at 1 a.m. in the first goddamn place. Can you please just no let worry. black people live? Right. Like you just ran up in somebody's house at 1 a.m. and one officer got shot in the leg and y'all decided it it needed 20 fucking rounds. Like what? 
You you came in here. You bothered me. We. I'm licensed to carry a gun. Oh. It's the middle of the night, and you just busted into my fucking house. Yes. Of course, I'm. Of course, my I'm shooting, bitch. Of course, I'm shooting because white people are fucking crazy. Hell yeah, I'm shooting. If they just. They were looking for a reason. They probably wanted to kill her boyfriend and she was just unfortunate collateral damage. But Brianna, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry that this is the world we live in. I'm sorry that this is the country that we have. You deserved better. And, you know, I pray your family gets the peace that they deserve because this is just some bullshit. Fuck you mean. Fuck you mean, dog. And then trying to smear her name afterwards like, it, no, they did the same thing with that young man in Dallas. The one yeah, who that the police officer accidentally broke into his apartment and killed him. They did the same thing. Well, he wasn't great either, you guys. He got a B in social studies when he was 12. And it's like, uh, black people deserve to live. Please leave us alone. Yeah. Amen. That's it. Well, um, For me this week, the only other thing I was going to read or person I wanted to read is myself. What? So listen up me. Um, (laughs) Oh, Lord. You getting on my damn nerves. You are driving me uh, up the wall. Leave me alone. Okay. I deserve to be happy. I deserve to live my life. I deserve to be proud of the hard work that I have put in and how hard I have worked, as well as to enjoy the fruits of my labor. And I am frankly tired of me being my inner saboteur and constantly making myself feel like garbage. So... Get off of my back, leave me be, and figure out a way to get Link's hair done because she's looking feral and her <laughs> attitude stinks. So oh, I just, <laughs> if something could be done about that, that would be great. And that's it. That's all I have. You need to be nicer to yourself. Like, you need to be more gentle, more patient, all that shit, friend. It's a fucking pandemic going on. So whatever you're mad at, like, you just need to give yourself some fucking grace. Well, that's the thing. Like, you know that you're being irrational sometimes when you're mean to yourself. Um, but it doesn't stop you mm, yeah. from doing it. And it doesn't also stop you from sometimes feeling like that shit is valid just because like sometimes we just train ourselves to second guess ourselves or to just feel like we aren't worthy of happiness for whatever unexplained reasons. Um, and I think that being in therapy has helped me sort of uh, acknowledge a lot of that shit as being illogical because I literally will have to sit down to someone and speak out loud about the stuff that's bothering me. And so I will get to the end of a rant and been done basically <laughs> like kind of just put it all together myself and now and like, so I guess it doesn't really make any damn sense. And she'll be like, no, but I guess it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love that. <laughs> so I think that, like I said, being stuck inside all of the time, being restricted from um, people and places that would normally make you feel uh, like you have at least some sort of control. Yeah. Right? Like, for instance, if you... Uh, I don't know if like you really take your fitness goals seriously and you can't go to the gym anymore that might affect you or if you can like if you have people around you that sort of help you to to kind of acknowledge who you are and how important you are to folks around you and all that kind of stuff. And then you can't hang out with people or go start and play. Like there's just little stuff that you may not even realize kind of helps keep you floating that now that we don't have those things, it's like, Oh, I didn't realize how important me being able to go to the fucking barber was i didn't know how much i needed like free before 11 <laughs> i don't know i didn't know that like the strip club really keeps me from being irritable i don't know whatever <laughs> so we're sort of stuck no, for real. thinking yeah too much overthinking everything having all of this time in our hands and a lot of the stuff that we would typically do to be like you know um level yeah we can't really do them or the way that we do them is compromised i really liked going to the gym it felt like and i was not near where i wanted to be in terms of looks but i like working out because it it requires discipline and focus and stuff like that, that I feel like I lack sometimes. And it's really hard for me to do it at home. So that's a factor. Among other things, like I'm just dealing with a lot of thoughts that are just running through my mind at a like astounding rate. And I know that I'm not alone in it, which helps because like we get letters from people who are dealing with the same thing. and, And it's just a thing that we have to deal with. But I just, have to acknowledge sometimes that I don't do myself any favors. Like we're not weird. We are doing a lot of harm to ourselves when we just kind of sit back and think negative things about ourselves or are just like un unkind to ourselves for whatever list of reasons it doesn't always just mean that you're immediately going to change the way that you process things especially if it's habitual like it has been for me but right at the same time it helps i think to sort of acknowledge more like you're bugging you're being a little irrational it's fine that you think this it's okay that you went this way as long as we are acknowledging that that's not our truth and we can turn the fuck around yeah and get back to what we're going to do because i'd like to believe that this coronavirus shit is not going to last forever it's going to take a while before things look the way that they used to because even when outside is open again there are going to be so many things that are going to be yep. different likely for the rest of like our lives <laughs> probably so um things are just not going to look very different the way that we're going to 
talk about this when it's all like we're still in it so like a lot of the stuff when we're out of it is still going to be affected by it and shit like that so i don't know i'm just trying to be Mm -hmm. uh more patient and real with myself and like acknowledge that it's fucked up and it's totally okay to be because like i've even had people around me who are (laughs) who are like now um dealing with stuff i've dealt with pre-rona which is like depression yeah (laughs) and just being cooped up in the house and not being able to go anywhere and lacking the motivation of even getting up and washing your own ass and all that kind of stuff like people are in that shit right now because they're fucked up behind this and i totally get it but i'm like not everybody realizes it realizes that it's like okay not just to feel that way, but it's okay to feel like trash because shit is trash yep. right now. Yes. And you don't do yourself any favors when you're putting pressure on yourself to not feel like trash or putting pressure on yourself to like do a whole bunch of shit that you have to figure out how to do now any goddamn way because you can't do it the way that you used to. It is perfectly okay to sit in your bed for 12 hours and eat bugles and watch Veronica Mars on Hulu or some shit. Like it's perfectly okay to do that shit for a day, my nigga, because guess what? A, you're the list of things that you can do right now two totes short tiny not much <laughs> not much on there girl and at the same time we're all going through some fucked up shit and it's not we're like so many of us especially black people we equate productivity to like what word am i looking for it's so like know. like not just like health but like Responsible, like we we look at like productivity as a responsibility that we have mm-hmm. in order to like be the people that we're supposed to be and shit like that. And so, if a day goes by that you didn't like trim the fucking hedges or finish balancing your checkbooks, does anybody even still do that? I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about anymore. They might, but like, if we like, we are so mean to ourselves sometimes for like sitting back in our feelings yeah that's fine it's totally okay to just sit back and feel your feels even if they're not good as long as you're making at least trying to make sense of them and coming up with ideas of what you can do to fix that shit in the future um yeah but yeah like i just be driving myself crazy thinking unkind things about myself and i find that now i have to make a habit out of being like oh girl shut up <laughs> and feed the damn dog and take the bitch outside yeah your worth is not tied into however many assignments you got done in one day or whatever like if you didn't do the things you were quote unquote supposed to do that day you know it just depends on how important those things are as to whether that's really gonna be an issue for you but first right. first and foremost you have to take care of yourself again these are crazy fucking times and i have definitely had moments especially over the past few weeks where i catch myself because i'm just like dragging me unrelentlessly yeah. <laughs> and i have yes. to be like okay bitch i see where you coming from but also not too much on my bitch because <laughs> we're going through a fucking pandemic so just be easy with the way you talk about my girl so yeah that's pretty much it yeah i don't know i'm still a work in progress on a lot of things and i'm also doing 
stuff that I really like to do. And we literally also run a business. Yes. <laughs> so that is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so it's a lot. And sometimes you just feel like, you know, eating some ice cream in your bed and watching whatever you feel like streaming. And that's fucking fine. And if you do that shit for three, four, five back-to-back days, right now, guess what? Can't blame It's you. okay. <laughs> yep. Fine if your fucking cousins and your ex or your auntie or whatever are all, you know, doing their jumping jacks and shit in the living room every fucking Monday or whatever. Like... If your thing right now that is making you feel level and peace is chilling, then great. And it's just not fair. It's not rational. It's not sensible for you to beat yourself up over a whole bunch of nothing because you can't put your thoughts or whatever to the use that you are used to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like (laughs) It just doesn't make any fucking sense. And again, I say all of this and I will likely still read myself down before I go to bed tonight. But I back this shit up with also like shut the fuck up and then again my dog looks at me like why do I live here? (laughs) Um, Can somebody please come get me? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's it I'm surprised Link has not come to you with a list of demands like I need my nails done um, something has got to Let happen say something. with this hair she put she put both paws on my hand today while I was on the the computer and I felt as though she was trying to say to me look at these look at my fucking what are we hands. going to do here <laughs> I'm disgusted. (laughs) My nails have never looked this crazy. You're going to have to do something. She's going to lose it. And the dog place is open. Like, the place I take her is open and stuff like that. But I'm just not. mm, Yeah. I'm going to wait just a little bit longer, girl. You're a Yorkie. They be having long ass hair anyway. Sure. You will be fine. I know how to keep it healthy. I brush the bitch. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you're clean. She's clean. <laughs> but she's used to a shorter coat. She's kind of... She's like, my nails not, are normally polished. I don't... What is this? I don't know what this is <laughs> that's going on. So You're going to wake up one day yeah. and she's going to write groomer or something on the fucking bathroom mirror. And you're going to be like, all right, it is, it's time to go. <laughs> I expect that she will just have moved the crate to the front door and she'll just sit in it. <laughs> and she'll just sit in it and be like, I'm, whenever you want to just put me out, yes. like, I'm done. I'm over it. Having a pet oh. is so much work. You know, I'm Anyways. sure. But it must be nice to have a sense of responsibility to something other than yourself right now. Hell yeah. Like having. Yeah, I'm losing it. I'm going to have to get a fucking a cat or a fish or something because. Cats and fish. But cats are super like, bitch, I don't need you at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, they like, go to their own part dog- of the house and be like, bye, girl. <laughs> Dogs are super like in your face most of the time and want to play and will like love you almost unconditionally. Cats are like, I've got this. Like, I don't need you for, I will find food. Yeah. I can clean myself. I don't want to be touched until I feel like it. You can actually stay away from me and everything in here is mine. Like, and don't forget none of that. Please don't forget none of that because all of that is true. (laughs) Any of it. But yeah. uh, well, that was a word, and I'm sure somebody needed it. So, thanks for sharing. That's it for this episode of the read. Yes, thank you all Hallelujah. for listening. We are 
here once again don't forget to check us out at this is the read.com follow us on social media at this is the read you can shop our merch at shop the read.com <laughs> isn't that what it is yes I think so. <laughs> jesus god how am i Yes, it's shoptheread.com to get your hands on um, some of our merch. And I think that's it, friend. Anything else for you before we get out of here? Um, I don't think so. I remember last week or between now and last week, y'all told me something that I wanted to thank you for, but I don't remember what that was so when i do i'll mention it because i'll be putting me up on game oh did you actually finish watching steven universe future no i have been holding on to it because i do not want it to be over <laughs> that makes sense i do That's not fair. want it to i have had to say goodbye to too many things i fucking love bojack and the good place and every fucking of everything else ended corona has taken a lot of the joy away from my life and i just do not want steven universe to be over so i'm holding on i'm just gonna start the whole thing over <laughs> I mean, like, I watch. Oh, that's a good idea. Yes. I'm about to start from the beginning and just watch the whole last thing all over again. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. If you're struggling, just watch some Steven Universe. It will make you feel better. It's really good. It is. It probably will make you feel better. I trust. Like, believe it. Okay. That's it. We will see you guys next week. Bye, y'all. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.